Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. He leaves away. Australia away. Sit back and enjoy the strike play of Meg Lanny. This is excellent batting by Ash Gardner. Jonathan strikes again. She's on a hat-trick. She comes at Molyneux. Catch is taken by Perry. The Australian women's cricket team win their fifth T20 World Cup title in front of a magical crowd at the MCG. Hello and welcome to The Scoop, the cricket podcast dedicated to the women's game. My name is Emily Collin. And I'm Laura Jolly. And today's guest is Taylor Valemic, who spoke to us from Hotel Quarantine ahead of her long-awaited return to international cricket after she was cruelly ruled out of the T20 World Cup on the eve of that tournament last year with a serious foot injury. Taylor spoke to us about her extended period in rehab and how she managed to stay positive and motivated while being sidelined while her teammates were off playing for Australia and in the WBBL. Yeah, we're hoping we'll see Taylor return in the green and gold when the series against the White Ferns gets underway on Sunday with the first T20 that we're super excited for. It's definitely going to be a super hard job for the Aussie selectors to narrow down that 11. I think every player we've spoken to has said they don't, they're very glad they don't have that job. Somehow you've got to get Elise Perry and Taylor Valemic back into a team that won against the Kiwis 2-1 last time they played T20s. So it's going to be very interesting to see who makes that final 11. Yeah, very tough competition for spots. And New Zealand have also named their squad heading into the series. So we'll see Gun Quick, Leah Tahuhu returning for the ODI series. So Leah plays for the Renegades in the WBBL. So she'll be joining a few of other, a few more um, familiar WBBL names. So we've got Sophie Devine back in action as well as Amy Satterthwaite and Amelia Kerr. So it's, it's shaping up to be a very hotly contested T20 series before the Rose Bowl series gets underway. But before that, we've also got a WNCL final to look forward to on Saturday. We sure do. We've got Victoria hosting Queensland at Junction Oval on Saturday after the ACT Meteors did Queensland a huge favour and defeated South Australia on Sunday night to allow Queensland into the final where they're going to be trying to win their first title. Yeah, it's going to be huge. And we were at the captain's call this morning, LJ, and Victorian skipper Elise Falani dropped the huge, huge bombshell that Annabelle Sutherland, who a few months ago was ruled out for the rest of the season, turns out she's, she's back in the squad and she's been named in Victoria's squad for the final, which is just massive. Yeah, it's a, a massive inclusion for the Vicks and, and one they've kept pretty quiet. 
not um, naming their squad until late in the afternoon on Friday. But if Annabelle can play, that's massive for the Vicks, who have lost six of their other players to Australia's Tour of New Zealand and are really relying so much on Villani and Kim Garth at, in that side. So Annabelle Sutherland potentially coming in, had a bat in the nets at Junction today. Not sure if she'll bowl, but massive for the Vicks. Yeah, massive. And there are no no similar bombshells for the Queenslanders who have got an unnamed squad for the final. And if they manage a win, they'll get their hands on the Ruth Preddy trophy for the very first time in the competition. So if you're around in Melbourne on Saturday, come down to Junction Oval. It's free entry. Otherwise, you'll be able to watch the final on Foxtel, KO or stream for free on cricket.com.au. Can't wait. And for now, here is Taylor. And we are welcoming Taylor Valemic onto the scoop this weekend, this week. So Taylor is joining us from Hotel Quarantine in New Zealand before the Aussies take on the White Ferns. So Taylor, tell us what's been keep, what's been keeping you busy and how you're finding life in quarantine. Yeah, thanks for having me. Um, yeah, life in quarantine's been good. It's been my first um, crack at it, so I can't complain too much. But um, we've been really lucky that we've been able to get out and do some training, which has been really fun out at um, Lincoln University. So. It's a really good setup out there. So we've been spending a couple of hours in the morning out there, which is which is killing a lot of time. Um, but apart from that, there's a lot of Netflix being watched um, and then patiently waiting for the knock on the door for the food um, as well, which is pretty much everyone's highlight of the day, I think. Does it mean any better or worse than you expected? Is anyone going a bit stir crazy? Um, I don't know, actually. I, I was really sure what to expect coming into it. Um, I think the first three or four days were actually a little bit of a novelty, like to kind of just sit by yourself and and really just chill out um and I suppose be forced to do it I'm someone who struggles a fair bit just to sit down and not do anything so to kind of be forced to do it um was kind of enjoyable in, in a sense but um yeah I think we're up to day nine I think now and yeah it's getting a little bit old now so <laughs> I'm pretty excited to be able to get out and sit with people and eat and go to a cafe or something like that it's getting us all through I think <laughs> Simple pleasures. And Jay, it's been over about like, it's been over a year since you played in the green and gold. How good is it to be back amongst the girls ahead of some international cricket? And yeah, what's the energy like? What's the energy in the squad been like when you've been able to get out and train? Yeah, I'm super excited. I was um, counting down the weeks, kind of days to to get away with the girls. Um, Yeah, it's been a long time. And I suppose it it was, it was weird because we spent so much time together um, in that lead up to the World Cup. And there were so many tours and stuff. It felt like we were with each other 24 seven. And then I kind of haven't been around for, for a year and um, it was really exciting to kind of get back all together and that first training session I was pumped for. So, um, yeah, I'm still just loving it. We, we had a bit of a centre wicket hit out the other day and it was kind of my first proper bowl back um, in these colours and, yeah, I'm just absolutely loving it. So everyone's really pumped and, and ready to go and I think um, as soon as we can get out of this quarantine and start playing games, um, it's going to be pretty exciting. But, yeah, I think everyone's pretty up and about and, ready to rock and roll. Yeah, it's not long to not long to go now and you haven't played in NZ before. How much are you looking forward to testing yourself in these conditions? Yeah, I'm really excited and um, the pitches that they've prepared for us um, at Lincoln have been um, a bit grassy and, and um, pretty seam friendly so we haven't been complaining too much about that. But, um, yeah, it's obviously going to be a really good lead up, especially um, well, for this series, especially just to um, – it's going to be a pretty um, high-quality – um, international series but then as well leading into that world cup in a year's time um it's pretty cool and it's, it's a really good opportunity that we kind of get a, a two-week almost little training camp um block together which we don't really get that often or normally you kind of come into tour and there's you know three or four days um prep before your first game um and then you kind of go into competition mode where 
there's often not a lot of training and stuff like that. So it's actually a pretty cool opportunity that we kind of get to spend two weeks together and um, spend a lot of time on the training track because otherwise it's in your hotel room. So, um, yeah, it's good. It's good preparation. And just for you personally, Tay, how do you feel your bowling heading into this series? Do you feel like you're bowling pretty quick and how far off your fastest do you reckon you are? Um, yeah, I feel like I'm um, starting to get a bit of confidence back. I think um, those first few games back, um, especially the WNCL, um, I was just relieved to kind of get through them and, and had re- had a lot of fun and, and just enjoyed being out there. Probably wasn't bowling at my best, um, but I felt like the, the more time I've kind of got to, to bowl in the middle um, and then also just to bowl in the nets and get some rhythm back, um, I feel like, yeah, I'm getting back to, back to my best. Probably not quite there yet, but um, I suppose it's exciting somewhere to to go to and look to improve but yeah hopefully I can produce some of my best if I get an opportunity in the in the international series. Yeah we saw you making that return for the VIX and you look pretty pumped so what did it mean to get back out there? <laughs> um, yeah it's kind of hard to explain I suppose but um, I'd spent a lot of time kind of watching the girls play cricket especially in that in that big bash hub I found that pretty hard to to kind of sit back remove from it all um, in Melbourne and, and kind of watch everyone um play I suppose and everyone was getting better and the comp- the standard of the competition just keeps increasing and I think um to kind of just be sitting down watching everyone do that and, and not being able to to get better or, or train or, or kind of do anything to to get out there again I suppose was really hard but um yeah I suppose it just makes it makes it all the more the more worthwhile when you get out there and I think that's something that um rehab especially has taught me that um you always got to cherish the moments you're out there and we're really lucky at the moment with the the group of girls we've got in Victoria and um, we were having such a good time out there playing WNCL. So, um, yeah, I definitely wasn't taking it for granted, that's for sure. And just quickly on the WNCL, your Vic girls are taking on Queensland in the final now. So, unfortunately, you and a lot of the other girls can't be there, but assume you'll be chatting with them all throughout the week and obviously tuning in on Saturday? Yeah, it's always disappointing we can't be there, but, um, yeah, I'm pretty pumped for the girls. Um Hopefully they can they can uh, get the WNCL title for us. We we tuned in to watch the two um, WA games. We were watching the live stream. I think we all had it hooked up through our TVs, watching it for the day. Um, it was a really good game, something to do. But um, yeah, we're backing the girls in. We've all trained really hard all year, and there's a massive squad that's been a part of that. So. Um, yeah, we're backing them all in and, and hopefully they can they can grab the title for us. Yeah, it's it's obviously going to be tough against what's a, a very strong Queensland side as well, but do you reckon they can pull off the win? Yeah, I've got a good feeling about it. Um, <laughs> hopefully we can get the win. I, I think June's um, going to get back to her best. She's been absolutely out, um, outrageous really this year, um, the amount of runs she scored and, and just how um, easy at times she's made batting look. So hopefully she can get back in the runs. And, um, yeah, there's a lot of young players, Tess Flintoff, Nicole Fulton, um, Lucy Cripps took a couple of wickets um, playing the other day. So I think there's lots of young players that can that are going to do a really good job for us. Yeah, watch out for the VIX. And Taylor, yeah. just, just going back in time a little bit, we don't want to make you relive too many painful memories, but can you just sort of run us through how you found out about your injury just ahead of the World Cup? So one day you were pounding into bowl in the nets in Adelaide and the next you were in a moon boot. Yeah, um, it, was, it was a pretty quick turnaround, I suppose, considering... Um, what happened, I kind of just felt a little bit of, of foot pain um, in the the sort of end of the tri-series, the games at Junction Oval, um, and just kind of random, like just before um, going out into the middle and, and warm-ups and starter warm-ups and stuff, I just feel a little bit like something's not quite right, but it felt fine. And then afterwards it'd be a bit aching, that kind of thing. And, yeah, then just kind of kept going through it, didn't think too much of it. And then just, yeah, one session at, at Karen Rolton just before the, the start of the World Cup, I 
yeah, I had to stop bowling. I was like, something, this is just too painful. Like, it's mm-hmm. not quite right. And yeah, just got a few scans and stuff and definitely wasn't what I expected. Um, and it, as well, like just, it was just that bone really. If it was anywhere else, you probably could have played through it. But mm-hmm. the navicular, you, you can't mess around with. So um, yeah, the, the physio and doctor told me and obviously I wasn't stoked about it at the time. Um, but yeah, it was really cool. The, the girls still kind of let me be involved and I travelled around a little bit, stayed with the girls um, for that opening game in Sydney, which was really cool. And then met back up with them in Melbourne as well and still felt like I was um, a part of it and, and the girls were really good um, in making sure they kind of included me in that kind of thing. So yeah, obviously it wasn't ideal, but um, tried to make the best out of a bad situation, I suppose. Yeah, we saw some vision of the girls FaceTiming you after a win and, and you joining in the song. Was it nice that they were still able to bring you in where they could? Yeah, it meant a lot, I think, um, especially the fact that I suppose they were thinking of me um, after games and that kind of thing. Like, um, It's a pretty special group and um, I've got a, real, a lot of really close friends in this group. A lot of the Victorian girls I kind of grew up playing cricket with in, in Wolfie and Soph. Um, so, yeah, to kind of still be there to watch them play as well. Um, in that New Zealand game and Wolfie took took three for whatever and basically won the game for us. Um, so still be around and and be able to go into the change room and stuff like that after those sort of games is, is pretty cool. And then the journey to return to playing elite cricket, firstly, from a rehab perspective, what was involved for you? Was it just really small steps to getting back to full fitness? Yeah, I suppose um, it was a, a prolonged time, I suppose, in the moon boot. I was probably in, in the boot for, oh, probably ended up being almost three months, I suppose. Um, so that was just kind of trying to offload it and, and let it heal as much as it could. Um, and then I suppose coming out of the boot, it was just, um, well, learning to, to get a bit of a, a normal walking pack, pattern back again, but um, just trying to like gradually load it up. So, um, you know, keeping a, a, a close um, count on the steps and that kind of thing, just to try and um, yeah, gradually reload it. And then it was literally just a gradual process. It was just slow and steady. Um, we just couldn't go too hard too soon because it, it kind of flares up um, and you don't really know until a couple of weeks later. So at the time you feel like you're flying and you can keep going, but um, yeah, it catches up on you. So um, yeah, just gradually getting into it and then just reloading into the bowling. Um, yeah, it started at kind of 50% for a week and then 60%, which was incredibly hard because I'm not very good at um, backing off and doing things um, a bit slower than I'd like to. So um, it, was, it was a hard sort of two-month rebuild, but, yeah, I'm pretty glad I'm back into it now. Yeah, you're a pretty positive person, but do you ever have days in rehab where it just feels a bit too hard and, and you're wondering if it's worth it? Uh, yeah, there was definitely time. I think during this rehab was probably the hardest, um, especially – a lot of the girls um, from Vic were obviously all away in the bubble. So I was kind of in a junction training by myself, um, which was hard because I think the, the thing that's kind of got me through the, I suppose my past rehabs has been still trying to spend as much time around the group as I can. Um, I thrive and kind of get my energy off just having a laugh and a good time with the girls. So um, that's probably one of my favorite things about training, um, just spending time with the group and that kind of thing. So um, yeah, I think not having, um, with friends and, and teammates um, around was hard, but um, I suppose when you get back to moments like this, it kind of makes it all worth it. And so without those teammates around you at that time, where did you sort of have to draw the motivation and the positive energy from to try and keep going and keep keep at the rehab? Um, well, a couple of the girls, uh, like the, the big girls are really good um, in keeping constant um, kind of contact with me and that kind of thing. But um, I just love bowling um, and love playing cricket. So that um, probably... Get, I get a lot of my motivation from that and just knowing how much fun it is when I when I can do it. Um, but I suppose as well, I've got a little bit of motivation out of watching the, the Big Bash. I'd kind of watch it and then um, watch games and then 
go into into training with a little bit of added motivation to to try and get back to to playing that, I suppose. But yeah, I think first and foremost, I just love bowling and love playing cricket. So um, yeah, it's awesome. And Kate Beerworth was telling us about a bit of a bit of work you're doing with someone from the Australian Ballet. Can you tell us a bit about that and <laughs> how that helped? Yeah, she kind of came in just as a, a second set of eyes, I suppose. Um, they off obviously um, ballet dancers and stuff are, are pretty um, reliant on their feet and have a lot more foot and ankle issues than than you see in cricket. So um, yeah, she had a, a, a set of kind of rehab exercises and stuff to strengthen my feet and and calves and that kind of thing. So um, yeah, it was really cool to have kind of an extra set of eyes, especially around that quarantine. Um, lockdown time in Melbourne where you couldn't really see um, physios and stuff like that very often. So, um, yeah, it was cool to have another kind of set of eyes just to – and she was based in Melbourne as well. So she, she'd come in and kind of um, see stuff and correct my technique and all that kind of stuff on on exercises. So I kind of wasn't doing it for, for no reason and just doing it for the sake of it. So, mm. um, yeah, she had some really good ideas um, and we, yeah, just kind of bounced ideas off each other which is cool. Nice. And Taylor, you spoke about the support that you received from your teammates, but what about the coaching and the support staff from inside the Aussie team? Did you stay in regular contact with them throughout your rehab? Yeah, um, they were really good. Obviously, you probably in um, contact more with the physios and SNCs and that kind of thing um, on a day-to-day basis. Um, but yeah, the, the coaching staff were awesome. And um, I suppose the faith that they put in me and, and kind of letting me know that um, I could take my time and they wanted me to take my time and get it right um, was definitely helpful, I suppose, especially during that big bash time when, you know, you're watching the games and just watching other people and wanting to be out there doing what they were doing. But, um, yeah, I suppose they were really good in, in telling me to keep patient and, and keep to the process, which, um, <laughs> which I struggle with at times. I just want to get back and get into it. So, um, yeah, they were really good. Yeah. What does it mean to you when you hear Matthew Mock come out and say something like you're going to be a 10-year player for this team or you're a huge part of their plans going forward? Yeah, it's, um, it, it probably doesn't sit that comfortably with you, especially when you kind of feel like you're only just – I feel like I'm only kind of still new to the team in, in a way. I feel like I haven't actually played – that much cricket and um I feel like I, I only just got to my best kind of um towards that tri-series so um for them to have faith in me um after probably not have seen me play that much um yeah it means a lot so hopefully um I can repay the favor and and take a couple of polls in this um series coming up fingers crossed and Tay we've got a new generation of quicks coming through so we've seen Darcy Brown and Hannah Darlington coming into the squad from your perspective, is it exciting to see a new generation of quick bowlers coming through and being encouraged to bowl as fast as they can? Yeah, I love it. Um, and I, I suppose you haven't spoken and or seen Darcy too much, obviously being in quarantine, but um, I spoke to her the other day in the nets and I asked her how she bowled and she said, oh, probably a little bit too short. And I was like, mate, we love that. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I think having someone else in the nets that loves to bowl bounces and she runs in and bowls very quick. So um, I'm really excited to see what she can do. Um, hopefully she gets an opportunity at some point during the series because um, I know if she does, she'll dominate. And the same as Hannah. Hannah's been um, unbelievable in the, the big bash and just seems so calm under under pressure and um, especially in those death overs, she takes pulse for fun. So, um, yeah, hopefully they both get an opportunity at some point because, um, yeah, they're gonna, both going to be very good players. Yeah, can you tell us more about those net sessions you've been having over there? Have you and Darcy been peppering the babblers a bit and has she been <laughs> pretty quick too? Yeah, I saw a bowl a couple of balls the other day. We've kind of been split up a little bit, and uh, we've kind of only had two or three bowling sessions since we've been here. But um, yeah, she she's bowling very fast, and this is kind of the first time I've seen um, her up close because she had had that breakout year in the Big Bash 
Um, but yeah, she looks she looks like she can bowl it very fast and she gets a good bit of bounce as well, which um, the batters don't love in the nets either. So when you were coming through the pathways, Taylor, were you always a bit quicker than the other girls and were you always encouraged to bowl as fast as you could, even at a young age? Yeah, I probably um, was never really that quick, uh, to be fair. I sort of, um, yeah, it was just kind of mediocre, I suppose. And um, <laughs> yeah, I don't, really, I don't really know. And then didn't, I didn't really play a lot. I was, I was injured for a fair bit and, and didn't really play. And then um, I think it just comes from from being competitive and trying to do everything at 100% that um, I just, I don't know, started to try and bowl as fast as I could. And one day, I, I suppose it was just <laughs> so people realised it was a little bit faster. But yeah, uh, I don't feel like I've ever been like a bit of a standout in that sense. Do you reckon it's your action or the flexibility that you have in your sort of your upper body that makes you be able to bowl a bit quicker than the others? Yeah, I think it's definitely something to do with my flexibility. Um, yeah, it's probably a little bit too much at times and probably been the reason I haven't played a lot over the past couple of years. But um, when I have, I suppose it helps me out. And I think just that extra little bit of whip I can get from elbow and shoulder. Um, yeah, it definitely helps me get it down a little bit faster. I'm definitely not one of the strongest athletes getting around. So, um, yeah, it's, def- it's definitely due to the flexibility, not the strength. Tay, we absolutely can't wait to see you steaming in against the Kiwis. Thanks so much for joining us on The Scoop and, yeah, wishing you all the very best against against the White Ferns. Oh, thanks, guys. Thanks for having me.